0: and welcome in to the penny bloom podcast today we got another episode of winter is blooming for you i'm so very excited this is season seven episode five titled east watch it was written by dave hill directed by matt shackman i'm colton robertson and i'm joined by joseph george what's up homie
1: oh what up what up always a pleasure to be here
0: Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And another another solid addition to Season 7. You know, uh, we got off to a slow start mm-hmm. at the Season 7 premiere, but I think since then, you know, you can feel the accelerated pace, certainly, but I don't think that's caught up with the show yet. Um, not
1: quite. No, no, not quite. Yeah, I'm not having any... um sense of like the show getting worse you know a lot of people like to say that yeah. like just season seven it's all downhill from there Uh no this this uh these last couple episodes have been been very good oh um, very the yeah these are these are really strong uh that you know they they do move around quite quickly like from dragonstone to east i mean it is one boat ride it is all they would do And you know right, some people right. are like they're just traveling crazy distances so fast and it's like well I mean, they just took a boat to Dragonstone to to Eastwatch. I mean, it's it's literally, yeah. a boat. Like, you know, in previous you seasons, wanna... you know,
0: maybe we get a scene on that boat where they have a discussion and Fair. you know, uh, Fair. but regardless, it's it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not making a difference for me yet in terms of just how quick it feels. Yeah.
1: Um no, it feels feels all right. Still
0: feels good. Feels good, but yeah, I got to... It's it's a good one in terms of those favorites. I'm excited to get to them. But if you're ready, I'm ready to start In the Reach. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Beautiful. So in the aftermath of the Battle of the Gold Road, Sir Bronn pulls Jamie Lannister from the depths of Blackwater Rush mm-hmm. and onto the shore. And like after that. Jamie's failed, yeah, Blackwater right.
1: Rush. No, uh, the Battle of the Gold Road. I've never heard, I've never heard, like, just that battle. I've always wanted to call it something. Um, but I've always just said, like when Daenerys road. decides to wipe everyone out, you know. Uh, Maybe
0: it's because yeah. the road is full of gold.
1: Yeah. yeah, Battle of. Yeah, that's they were transporting she, gold. That's the what Lannister she's scorching. Deck. You know, mm-hmm. the gold um, road from the depths of Blackwater Rush, man. Yeah, that's I don't know.
0: It's a hard, hard ass opening. Uh, yeah, no. But uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, Bronn pulls Jamie onto shore there, and Jamie is you know failed his attempt to slay Daenerys Targaryen and effectively ending the war. Um, and Bronn tells Jamie, the only reason he rescued him is because you don't, nobody gets to kill you until I get what I'm owed. She doesn't get to kill you. Cersei doesn't get to
1: kill you. Even you don't get to kill you. Only I get to kill you. That's right.
0: I I love, I love that.
1: Yeah. his little, um, and Jamie, you know, saying like, uh, I think he popped back up. and was like, that was that's just one of them, man. Yeah, like like there's, she's got, she's got three, three of, of those them motherfuckers. Dead. And he's like, yeah, well, if she decides to really use them, Bron goes, yeah, you're fucked. And Jamie's like, well, <laughs> what do you you mean we dragons fucked? are where our partnership ends, brother? Sorry, man, yeah, ain't no yeah. fucking
0: way, dog. We ain't we ain't rolling like that. I ain't fucking with it, and I can't blame him. Not one. He does did. say I one line. Bron's-
1: he says I won't be near or in King's Landing whenever she decides to burn or use those dragons or something like that. But he's yeah. at he's at the final um Is he at the final meeting actually there or he's just in his castle somewhere? Um at that I you mean the final meeting. Isn't he isn't he a master of something at the Braun? Doesn't he make oh, it yeah, out?
0: Master of coin, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like is he at that uh I don't, when they choose Brian, uh, you know, whenever everyone, at, at, I don't recall if there. he's there.
0: I don't think he is. I don't think he's there during that little decision making time. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think he fucks off after, I think it's during like season seven, episode four or season eight, episode four. Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't think we see him again until that ending of the finale. He avoided, I feel like he goes North threatens Jamie and Tyrion. And then is like, but I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to leave.
1: <laughs> you do okay. you. Yeah, I'll see you later. To, yeah. I just didn't know if there was, if, if like that line was like a little foreshadowy, a little bit of him. I, don't I know mean, it is,
0: it is foreshadowy for the fact that she does eventually go and use That's those true. dragons.
1: That uh, is true. Yeah. But
0: Braun yeah. is not in King's Landing when that takes place, I don't believe, if, if okay. I recall correctly.
1: A man of his word. Um, um he's yeah, telling no, that, Jamie the truth here. Um very when it stops will... for him.
0: And mm-hmm. I it would stop for me as well. Uh no no amount of gold I can't get any more gold if I'm scorched alive, you know? Uh so yeah uh, yeah. Jamie's still shell shocked, remarks on the destructive power of Drogon alone, and realizes, you know, we don't stand a fucking chance. And uh yeah, Bronn thinks it'd be safer for him to jump back into the river than to deal with Cersei's wrath and report back. What just happened?
1: Yeah, not not the dragon that they just dealt with. Not you know that that was all scary, but just telling Cersei. we will right, well, jump right
0: back in, buddy. Yep. All right. You're uh,
1: fucked. Damn. Yeah. That's a uh, that is scary, and I, I don't know. I do. I do love how just Cersei is is as fearful as Daenerys with three oh. dragons. Like it is. Yeah, and
0: she's she's just her. Mm-hmm. It's because she has she she doesn't give a fuck about anything.
1: Yeah. She's gonna take what she wants, and she's it's gonna do over what she her. wants. That's true, but uh, now, not quite now. Though. <laughs>
0: uh, but uh, still- all the while on the gold road, further along it, uh, Tyrion Lannister grimly assesses the carnage of the battle, seeing the ashes of the wagons, horses, and Lannister soldiers. Um, you can still see the like husks of where people used to mm-hmm. be, and them dis- disintegrate into ash. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's rough. It's a rough one. Uh, the prisoners of war are being herded by the Dothraki to Daenerys with Drogon. Uh, you know, he's fine. He's chilling after that scorpion bolt. He's he's cooling, but uh, he goes ahead and perches up behind her, and again, just the sheer scale of Drogon is fucking astounding. Uh, that that yeah, a gorgeous beast, as oh, John yeah. has put it. Um.
1: Not exactly the word I was looking for or thinking yeah, um, But yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I guess we are in season seven now. So we're nearing the end anyways. But it's, I mean, they, there's never a time where Drogon or any of the dragons ever look bad. And it's, it's insane that they've only gotten better. Like I thought I mean, like at the end of Thrones, so fucking good. Yeah, at the end of Thrones, like the dragons are just, they're just dragons. Like as they would look in real life at that point. Yeah. But then in House of the Dragon, they're like checkmate. Here you go. We're going to give
0: you... Even somehow, better.
1: Yeah, we're somehow going to make it better. But no, Drogon just on top of this little cliff, you know, whatever at the end. Oh, no. Yeah, it's... Uh, this is...
0: Another good little another moment good little conversation Drogon had beforehand. You know, like, uh, all right, when I say this, you go ahead and roar loud as fuck so that they all kneel down. Ah, uh, yes. Me. You know, ah, uh, uh, yes.
1: The the pregame pep talk. The, yes, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not this buddy. Uh, okay. But uh, when I say when I say that they have a choice to make, yeah. you know, and go ahead and, and give them some a of, good old roar. Let yeah, them know. of them they don't. Yeah, some of them are gonna kneel because you're you're there. But then I'm gonna need you to look really really scary and roar as loud as you can, and yeah. then you'll make everyone else kneel. Uh, no, it, use a it, uh, that, them, that connection. give them the illusion of choice. Hmm. Um, yeah, I guess that. Yeah, true. Yeah, she's. I mean, really, this is her her first victory in Westeros.
0: Yes. Yeah. Big time. And
1: yeah, I guess you know the Lannister Lannisters did just wipe out another house. They did. You know, Highgarden is gone. But in and her first victory as well. Here goes another. Um, which is is crazy, and like it is hitting me this time that she is she's not acting any different um from essos to here you know like like Tyrion kind of thinks that there's like we're now that we're in westeros there's like we have to follow yeah yeah yeah. it's like civil civilized war whatever uh but yeah no it's a
0: organized kingdoms you know like it's in Essos, it's just a bunch of countries. Everyone's vibing, doing their own fucking thing. So, of course, if you're going to be a conqueror, that's the place to do it. But the, it's set up over here, you know. Like it's there are places you have to acknowledge and respect the sanctity of. Um, yeah. But uh, Daenerys doesn't uh, see it that way, and uh, you know Daenerys appeals to all of the uh, the prisoners of war here, bringing up the rumor spread about her by Queen Cersei and warnings of brutality that the dragon queen would bring burning down homes and murdering over uh, the rich and poor alike uh, to no one's benefit, but people like Cersei Lannister, you know, Um, Mm -hmm.
1: wants to break the wheel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She aims, she aims to destroy the wheel of power that rolls over everyone. um, And she offers them a choice, bend the knee and join her in her quest or refuse and die and Tyrion looks at her like um
1: well not much of a choice there uh i guess technically a choice you know yeah you can't
0: you can pick one or the other um yeah there
1: is there is a choice to
0: be made in the in the literal sense of what a choice is yes there is an either or at play here Mm -hmm. um
1: yeah and you just gotta be um yeah I mean, I don't know it Ned Stark, you know if Ned Stark's alive, he still holds true, probably, and he's like, oh, right, you know um, I'm good old Ned, I'm standing to live, I don't know i I'm curious if you do plop Ned in the situation, what he does, um the armies would be have to be different if he's fighting for the Lannister army, you know I'd yeah no, it'd be a whole movie, there'd be but, a whole other uh, you know, situation going on for yeah. sure, but uh yeah. Uh, I just don't know how I feel about about this uh, Tarly situation. Like, especially Dickon. I'm like, at that point, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, oh,
0: don't. yeah, there's a,
1: there's a whole lot at hand here, you know. Uh, I think the, the thing I, I'm taking away mostly from it is it's not really the Tarly's decision. Or, like, the, it's not meant to make them look dumb or, like, have it be a bad decision. It's meant to just show what Daenerys is going to do like she doesn't care like she does does not care about names she does not care about who you are it is like if you are against her you will die it is as simple as that pretty
0: no yeah and uh I I went with Tyrion for my character this episode and it's Mm -hmm. in part because of the bargaining he does here for the lives of the Tarleys, you know and uh Mm -hmm. you know he observes that Randall's allegiance is have been flexible as he previously did not serve Cersei up until like literally last week. Um, So, you know, why die for her? You know, why, why do that? Um, So it is a bit of an odd stand to take at this point.
1: Yeah. And kind of a, kind of a matter
0: of convenience in the writing room, I would guess. Um,
1: His defense was, uh, it somewhat made sense, you know, saying that Cersei was born in Westeros. She's lived her whole life in Westeros. He knows all this stuff, and then Tyrion, you killed your father. Um, you know, you betrayed your home. You left. Now you're serving a foreign queen with a foreign army. You know, that who are just barbaric and not, you know, not civilized. Whatever. And I, I think I get, that's that's his. No, and
0: and and the uh, the argument does make sense. I, I completely get where where this nationalist. Uh, conservative
1: gentleman Randall Mm -hmm. Tarly is coming from, of course. uh... I think he just wanted to be the first one in the history books to go down as like the first executed by a Drogon, you know, like, 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 honestly, if if I'm uh, Randall, you know, Tarly in this situation, I'm like, well, Cersei's fucked, you know, like, I'm, I'm not getting what Jamie promised me, I'm old, I'm gonna die in a battle, you know, I might, I might as well go. By right. dragon fire, you know, be the first one to go. Maybe that's It'll what I'm But Yeah, Maybe when, it, uh, yeah, like, Dickon goes and steps
0: on, steps on up after that. And, uh, he's like, all right, no, you don't, Tyrion goes, you don't need to fucking die with your dad, dude. Like, don't do that. You stand back, everything, like, sh- sit down, boy, you know, basically, uh, like, you are a dumbass. And Randall kind of looks at him like, bruh, like, I I respect it but damn uh yeah. I didn't and at this very moment Randall knew he <laughs> fucked up uh yeah via you know ousting the last living member of his family whoops you know my entire house is about to be wiped out doesn't matter
1: Samuel Tarley he did take the black I understand but he is still there. The house isn't gone. I guess I, I did think the Tarly house was completely gone. But we do have one still living, and he does make it out. Um, at at the he does end, become just...
0: a maester. So well, he
1: just he did ditch them, though. Yes, he does. He becomes the grand man. maester. Oh, mean... Yeah. Okay. But are they gonna? You know, could are he, they could still he... in all the same traditions and such? Are they getting rid of that? You know? Are they you just know, saying? He does have though? a son?
0: You know, is Sam.
1: Not his son, but yes, us, you know, like they just can't fuck and have their own kids, which technically he right. didn't. Um, hmm. I wonder. I wonder what
0: the new world looks like post, yeah. you know, post uh, Brand taking over. You know, mm-hmm. are, do they observe the customs of like Noth, where it's like there are no bastards. If you have a child, you have mm-hmm. a child. That's your child. You know,
1: like yeah, uh, and that child is actually the future of uh you know, it is a Samwell. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, may, yeah. Maybe they. Well, and we
0: do, we do get that little bit at the end where they're like, "And uh, in so many years, we will all reconvene." Like they are no longer observing the traditions of, like, because your son is your son, he's going to be king. That's no mm. longer the thing anymore. They are yes. going to democratically elect a right. uh, head okay. of the uh, head of the kingdom. So you know, maybe the the name stuff doesn't matter quite as much. You
1: know, it still mm-hmm. matters in the sense that like
0: you know, you don't want your family line to just end, you know,
1: like... True. For your own sake. Yeah. Do, yeah. Does Does Gilly and Sam end up getting married at all, or are they just, Not just on kinda...
0: screen. I think mm-hmm. that it's just kind of, you know...
1: I guess he can't, actually, if he's becoming the Grand as again, well. If, if they still hold yeah, all of that. Yeah, though. exactly. Yeah. Who, knows? So
0: who knows? Who knows? But, uh... <laughs> yeah, Daenerys accepts Randall's answer, you know? I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. You do... You don't want to serve me. That's fine. You're going to fucking die then. That's cool. Um, prepares to carry out the sentence, but Tyrion intervenes like, can can you send him to the wall? He's a great warrior. Let's send him. And Randall's like, nope, not my queen. She can't do that. Um, And Daenerys is like, all right. And uh, three Dothraki men approach and op- apprehend him. But Dickon suddenly speaks up, insisting he will have to be killed, too. And uh, Randall tries to silence his son. Tyrion reminds him that he is the future of House Tarly and insists that he must submit uh reminding him what happened to house Terrell. And uh Randall silently nods in agreement to Dickon, indicating his tactic approval of his heir to bend the knee so Dickon may be spared. But uh Dickon's like, nah guess I'll die.
1: Uh um, nah, rather die by dragon too. Yeah. Um, I I you know, maybe if it was beheading, he would have bent the knee. You know, if it was just a normal ass beheading, he's like yeah, whatever. Um, no, yeah, it, it, it,
0: Dickon's choice is the one that I truly question. Like, Randall's, like, get, you know, yeah. Randall
1: was, like, uh, this is, but- this, that was Randall's first battle, man. second battle, I guess, you know, uh, they, they, he, he went to, to Highgarden, he fought there, but that basically, that wasn't a fight, you know, that was just a slaughter. Right. And then, and then he got slaughtered, or saw everyone get slaughtered around him by Daenerys, and then is like, all right, I give up. You know, he's like this this is just it. I uh, you or know, I, him, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's he's like he 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 learned that everyone shit themselves when they die and that's that's about it. That's that his entire character arc um in the show. Um, yeah, no, and I mean
0: like again, we are approaching a point where now we are given this Sam's family has been murdered by the woman that John has sworn fealty to.
1: Mhm. And eventually
0: eventually he knows that and eventually he voices his concerns about her and John has to be like I bent the knee. I did the thing. There's nothing I can do now.
1: You know, uh and mm-hmm. Man, yeah so I forgot about that little detail. Yeah, when you when you do put it that way. Yeah. He did. You know, he doesn't like his family too much. You know, his dad he's never liked, but his brother, I, I don't think Sam has ever had. No, really yeah. It like,
0: seems, um, no, but even yeah. just... Dickon, Dickon didn't deserve that. He was just... Uh,
1: he only got laughed at because of his name, man. You know, he saved Jamie Lannister, for one, from, you know, a Dothraki... I don't know. What's it worth?
0: You know What's it worth being saved by a man named Dickon, you know?
1: <laughs>
0: You'd rather die. You'd rather... Yeah, I like... It, and dick and on, not only that, but, why, like, why as a Tarly, as, like, a Tarly uh, paternal figure, would you want to imply with your son's name that there's dick on Tarly? Dick on you know?
1: Tarly. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> you know? Dick on Tarly. It could mean yes, Old dick Jewish. on Tarly, or that they just got that dick on them. That like he's trying yeah, to the, say, that yeah, like
0: dick on Tarly. <laughs> like team, team Tarly got dick.
1: <laughs> Tarly, tar, Tarly's known for our, their dicks. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we don't so. know the deeper so. lore uh, in yeah. Game of Thrones. They don't. Maybe they don't Wrangles give us those got details. that thang thangin'. You know. Yeah, you know, um, I, I did say you know Game of Thrones doesn't give us those details, but they very much do. Like it's like every
0: once in a while they
1: do. Um, yeah, like Pod. Just uh, an absolute banger, Uh, dude can just bang. Uh, Euron was known for having a a nice, a nice PP. I think that's all the the dick knowledge that I'm that Game of Thrones dick knowledge that comes up Mm -hmm. to my mind.
0: Tyrion, Um, you know, they, uh, ah, you know,
1: they say the the dwarf
0: sized cock. Um, Mm -hmm. and he's like a
1: guess again,
0: you know, like he's, he's like, no, not a, not a dwarf sized Mm -hmm. cock on theory in there. So isn't
1: that the punchline to his honeycomb or like, yeah, his dick hangs
0: past his knees. Yeah.
1: That was his last wish or something like that was to, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Past his knees. Past his knees. So that the genie made him a dwarf, you know, instead of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, there goes house Tarly, at least, uh, sort of. Uh, in the new world, they can live again, and maybe if uh, maybe, Sam even maybe. wants to, you know, do that. I don't even know. Maybe he just says, "Fuck it." House Sam, House Gilly, right, uh, right. House maybe but, Sam, uh... but anyway, yeah, yeah. Didn't they they, was... uh,
0: they they burn and it kills them instantly, and terrified the remaining st- soldiers that were still standing instantly. Knee and uh, mm-hmm. Tyrion reflects uneasily over the execution, but then. We are heading to Winterfell, wherein at the Godswood, Bran Stark wargs into a flock of ravens to fly over the wall into the land of Always Winter, apparently.
1: Yeah, I the, the guess. Land
0: of, it is It is Always Winter. Uh,
1: That's North. an apt name, uh, I guess, uh, now that I know it's it. it. yeah.
0: wild that, like, on the fandom here, they're just all of a sudden dubbing shit. Like, they're like, yeah, this is the land of, of always winter, you know, like a little
1: uh, of Gold's Road on uh, Blackwater yeah. Rush as well. Uh, Rush, yeah, getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting the everything.
0: But uh, yeah, the land of always winter, which is an apt name as it is always winter. Uh, through the Ravens, he sees the army of the dead led by the White Walkers and the Night King and traveling south towards East Watch by the sea. His reconnaissance continues until the Night King snaps his head and looks directly at the Ravens. At which Bran severs his connection, and he tells Maester Wolken that they must send ravens at once. And later on in Winterfell's council chamber, Arya observes her sister presiding over a meeting of the northern lords, saying that the king in the north should stay in the north! It's it's the everything here, the, north, the shit that stay. happens in the north council meetings, fucking kills me. This Bro. is just it the this
1: whole time. It's just it
0: the whole time. all that
1: ever happens.
0: It is so fucking funny to me that they want so badly to have a northern ruler and they just keep bouncing and bouncing and bouncing like you know what maybe you should be our leader i guess no, that makes sense. this guy won he should be our leader you know like they just keep fucking i didn't shifting. think about
1: it that way you know i'm thinking about it from john's perspective as like he obviously has to just be doing these things right now in his head you know he's he just has to be the one but from their perspective it's like Damn, we had who's the who's um it, Oh my god. Uh the Bolton. Roos and the uh, the kid, the t- bastard, fuck it, Ramsey, holy shit.
0: Yeah. Um I was gonna let you figure it out. I was like man, I, wanna, I got I there. Um yeah.
1: Yeah, we went from, you know, Roos to Ramsey to John, and then John just basically instantly said, Peace out, I'm leaving. Thanks for King of the thanks for the title, guys, but gotta go and yep. then they're like right. Never want it right they're like okay sansa you're great aria and bran show back up all of a sudden they're like holy shit what the hell's going on they're like all right well now it's bran has to be bran bran's oh, like fuck. i'm not even bran anymore they're I, like, I don't even want it what like, can uh, we have any sense of normalcy in the north you know yeah. they're like what the fuck is going on so yeah i guess, from john's perspective they just want it's so, so badly to be independent
0: but they recognize for some, like, their their scope of what's possible is so limited that they're like, well, then we have to have a king or queen. You know, in like, the, uh,
1: we're in the north. The king of the north, the north should, should be in the north. In the north. Yeah. Like, uh,
0: like, but Lord Robert Glover and Lord Jan Royce, the veil from the veil of Aaron, is like, yep, maybe we made a mistake in our choice of ruler. I'm like, Jan Royce, sit the fuck down. You are not from here.
1: Yeah, you didn't hear this. He didn't hear John's speech, right? He wasn't there whenever they heralded him king of the north. Wait,
0: yes. Like, don't get me wrong. I get why everyone's like all of a sudden like here's actually I don't get it. Hold the fucking phone. You elect you choose your fucking king. If you Mm -hmm. chose your king and your king assesses what is best for his kingdom. As the people who elected him, your king. You ought to go. You know what? Maybe he's got this figured out, you know, like maybe maybe he's on to something. Yes. And he left the North in the capable hands of the woman who we think could also be our ruler. What the fuck is the problem here?
1: And what what changes if John is in Winterfell? Say John is there. If John's there, they're not doing anything
0: to help themselves against the fucking White Walkers.
1: Yeah, which I guess they don't really think is real, too. They're like, they're kind of like, okay, well, we trust you a little bit. Like, you're all right, John. You're you're like 99% all right. But that that last little, th- I mean, you're really passionate about this north shit. You know, maybe the wall just got you a little crazy.
0: You're always thinking about the land of always winter, John. I don't
1: know why,
0: uh, but... Yeah. Uh,
1: maybe there's some validity to it.
0: I don't know. Uh Maybe. Yeah. But uh yeah, Sansa listens to all of their complaints about John, but insists that he is their true ruler who is doing what he believes is right for their people, and she is his regent. And following the meeting, Sansa confides in her frustration in the northern lords with Arya, uh, who calls Sansa out for her diplomatically handling their concerns instead of shutting the lords down. He's like, you just let them talk all that shit on John. I don't fuck with that. Um And Arya thinks, you know, she should not let the lords get away with insulting their king. And she's like, maybe we should do something about it. Wink, yeah, is wink, this nudge, nudge.
1: Did, was this like a uh, I don't know this whole thing in in Winterfell with Littlefinger and and everything moving on? Did they know this conversation might have been heard? Like, are they like mm-hmm. are they already starting to like do some acting and shit? Like... I
0: the thing is is that I thought I think the thing that spurs that is about to happen.
1: Yeah, I don't it's it it's what Littlefinger happened. does. It is the the it's the scroll yeah, yeah. that Arya reads and then she's like, "Oh, what the hell, you know, Sansa, so why would you do that?" blah blah, you know, whatever. Or um so yeah, they're they're not even beefing because of Littlefinger yet, but they're already just I mean, like, Arya,
0: it makes sense that Arya would actually have a problem with this. You like know, her like, just,
1: uh, like her not defending John or her. Because yeah. I think the real beef in, in this episode was actually just like, uh, these are mom and dad's quarters. You always liked the nice things. It made you feel better than everyone else. And that's mm-hmm. when they start to be like, oh, ah, you know, rare. Like, me, you mean to each other or whatever like the John stuff was just like hey don't let that happen don't talk to John about it and she's like oh well I'm the leader it's what you know what you know what the? I don't know like what what do you want me to do
0: um yeah that's true I don't know maybe maybe they are putting on a little that's the thing that's what makes this storyline so incredibly weak is that it's unbelievable and it even under the scenario in which they're like putting on a show for Littlefinger Littlefinger's hearing them in Sansa's chambers
1: yeah okay yeah.
0: you know um
1: yeah it do, i don't know it doesn't doesn't really it, it's just we had aria like and her so storyline doing so much cooler things and sansa like yes she was just kind of like a prisoner for a long time but at least the people she was like with around yeah yeah it like it, it made made her storyline very interesting but now it's literally just the king of the north should be in the north. You, uh, we maybe we should choose you above maybe it's we just, have it's, beef. Yeah.
0: I'm not sure. Do we yeah. have beef? yeah, like it's just a whole bunch of that and I they I don't know. Like I, I suppose it might have started already, but I don't maybe they're trying to already concoct a way to fuck with Littlefinger, and then Littlefinger kinda hands it to them on a silver platter here in a second, and that's why they're like like, uh-huh. they just capitalize on that, you know? Um mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I see. Because they've already had
0: a conversation about how they know exactly who Littlefinger is, how Sansa knows exactly who Littlefinger is, and how she knows he's not on her side. So maybe there's something that happened off screen right around there. The fact that it all happens off screen at all is, it yeah. sucks. Um, yeah,
1: like. It makes the twist okay at the end. It makes it like, oh, whoa, cool. Like, oh, Arya's not dying. It's Littlefinger. It's like, oh, like, you know, I don't know. But mm-hmm. it would have been way cooler to, to be in on, on it. You know, Littlefinger's obviously not in on it, but the audience being in on it, I thought would have
0: been. Well, and then crazy. that's the thing, though, is that the, framing it like that, then it does take all the steam out of the twist. Like. You know they're not going to kill Arya. Like the thing is is that they decided they were going to frame this entire storyline around a twist that happens at the end. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like they they just had the twist that they wanted that and they then they, knew were like, they Let's wanted work to get back to from and there. And then yeah, right right the other way, but
0: hmm. I don't know. Regardless, it's fine, but much later on Arya stalks Littlefinger as he is walking through the grounds of Winterfell and she sees him speaking with a servant and she is too far to hear their conversation but then follows him To his personal quarters and sees him chatting at the door with Maester Wolken. She eavesdrops and hears, you know, that this this is the only copy. Um, And he, you know, is assured that it, it is. Peter replies that Lady Stark thanks him for his service. And Peter then briefly enters his room, leaves once again. And Arya enters Peter's chambers and rummages through his study and furniture and hidden under his mattress, she finds a scroll. This turns out to be the scroll that Sansa wrote long ago to Rob, urging him to yield to Joffrey, and Arya, unaware that Sansa had written the letter under duress from Cersei in an attempt to save their father, looks horrified. She rolls up the scroll and sneaks out of the room, oblivious to a grinning Littlefinger watching from behind a wall, supposedly.
1: So, Littlefinger wanted Arya to find this scroll. Obviously, that's that's his whole plan. He puts it in this little mattress fuckhole thing? What is- you know? What the fuck? What, what, you know, it, like, I don't know. Maybe he knows Arya's just that good, you know? like I. But, like, to ma- ma- make it obvious that it's not out on the table just for anyone to grab, because then maybe Arya would be like, oh, he's wanted me to see this. But, like, you know, well-hidden right. enough. But, man, this is honestly, like, if you want Arya to find it, this might, that's a good-ass spot, you know? I don't know. Like, for her to look there was
0: it's a good big on swan. her,
1: you know? Yeah. That's a weird, I mean, that... I just imagine that's not where you just... <laughs> little roll. finger
0: just hangs out outside the room for like an hour and a half waiting for her to find it. And he's like, shit. And he's like, uh, oh
1: man, I think I hit it a little too well. Uh, um, um, but yeah, right when she... He she like knocks out, on like, the
0: door, he's like, you looking for something? Maybe you yeah. try
1: here, you know? like uh, My first thought is that it was under the mattress and then the little hole was just actually like... I don't know. Supposed to be some fuck hole that he just fucks his mattress or something like that. I was like, that's my first thought when I saw that. I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you showing? I'm like, what is this? And then like, oh, the fucking obviously the the little things just in there. I'm like, oh, obviously, you yeah, know, he uh, had, he
0: had shit in there. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's the beginning of a pretty weak three episode storyline here. Uh, yeah. I'm glad it's this long too. Like, I'm glad it's only this long. Yeah. I forgot I Arya kinda, didn't show up until yeah. later in the season. That's, you know, that's kind of
1: what I thought. It felt like a whole, like a thing that was cooking for a whole season, but really, not that long. You know, it's uh, just let it. I mean, it basically started right now. It'll cook next episode, and then what is it? The finale that that drops, or is it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So. And it's
0: like the end of the like. It's towards the end of that storyline. You know, like mm. they. They let it simmer and let it simmer up to the point where it's like, we're going to execute Arya, and then, like, they don't. Um, Pizza Baelish. Yeah. yeah, no, but uh, we're next in Old Town. We're at the Citadel, a conclave of maesters. Read Bran Stark's messages, warning of the army of the dead. But they are dismissive of his account. Um, a, a good example of the sort of fast-tracking. This is probably something that would have happened mm. an episode later after Bran says we need to send scrolls. versus... That's fair you know i'm pretty sure they cut from him saying that to them reading it um, they do
1: yeah,
0: yeah they do and that's like i don't have a problem with it but it's a good example of the fast tracking of shit um mm-hmm. but uh,
1: yeah. uh in this case i'd say it's okay here i don't oh, know yeah. what what has to happen in between it's just more stuff just happens they're they're just like i don't know it it felt like they were like we need some filler, and the filler for Game of Thrones is just, like, let's have these two people just sit in a room and talk. I just yeah. out of, Like, for no purpose, just let them go. Um, and, yeah, I guess, you know, without all that, it is all just important stuff that happens, so it sort of makes the episodes feel more important without all of the, I don't know. It's like I, I'd rather want all the filler, though, is the thing. Um, mm-hmm. But the things that happen in these episodes, at least, like, they all have a purpose, you know, and, and no, they yeah. all are. And I mean, like,
0: it's it. it's as simple as an editing choice, really. Like, like I said, they cut that's straight. F- they cut
1: straight from that to him reading yeah. the scroll. They could have like, just let it cook in the episode itself. Like that's yeah. maybe that's
0: mm-hmm. the brand saying that's the beginning of the episode, and this is more towards the middle. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. maybe, but uh, regardless, um, Sam will Tarly present only to swap out some books. Vouches for Bran and tells, him, tells the maesters that Bran spent several years surviving in the wilds alone. Uh, you know, how does a boy who is a cripple, younger than 15, survive beyond the wall for years? Perhaps we should listen to what he has to say. And uh, one maester mockingly tells Samwell to practice uh, with inscribing instead of entertaining myths and fables. And Sam counters that they should uh, use their position as maesters to warn the people to prepare for the coming night. And uh, Archmaster Ebro so pines that Bran's message could be genuine, it could, uh, very possible, but,
1: uh, it's very possible,
0: but it could also be a disinformation spread by the Dragon Queen,
1: uh, much more likely than, uh, and
0: frankly, like, I get it, like, that yes, yes, During,
1: yeah, like In strange timing, you know, like, yeah, yeah, makes sense, um. It
0: really does, especially, especially given what they reveal that they know here in a second, you know, like they know Daenerys is willing to wipe out bloodlines, <laughs> you know, like they're they're like, maybe she wouldn't stoop so low as to try and, you know, get mm-hmm. the north, the, the army to the north. And, you know, but uh, the maesters agree to send a letter to Winterfell to, you know, get Brand to reinstate his claims, you know, like, let's let's see what you mean here. Let's Get to the bottom of it.
1: Fair um, enough. This, you know, usually I'm on Sam's side totally, um, but this, at least from the Citadel, makes sense. If they're about to do what Sam wants them to do, they better be 100% damn sure. Like, yeah, uh, like, 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 yes, obviously we know, because we we're know. the audience, and, and we know that they're know. coming. But yeah, if you are about to mobilize the entirety of the Seven Kingdoms to go up to the north, like, up to the wall, like, this is a fair, like, hey, Bran double check like we're just making sure um so i mean like this this i understand um but I, I love how sam's just still you know it's like you guys are still taking too long though like this is a right. logical decision for them to do but it's like
0: he's like and that's the thing still... that, like he can only do so much he he he's trying his best mm-hmm. but they don't know like and that's the giant problem with these last this last couple seasons is like nobody fucking knows you know like once they see it, they'll never unsee it. But goddamn, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, the Maesters, you know, agree to send that letter. But as they regard the White Walkers as legendary beings, akin to the Children of the Forest, who we know are real, and the Drowned God, who we prob is probably real, uh, yeah, they one of them's up there. We know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, up there. Uh, they clearly want to believe Ebrose's misinformation theory, and while they agree to investigate Brand's message further. They're skeptical of the claims. And after Sam leaves, one of the other Archmaesters asks if it's true. Is that the boy whose father and brother were just burned alive? And Ebros confirms this and admits he hasn't had the heart to tell Sam yet.
1: Yeah. But, uh, damn. Um, a little, I oh don't know. I like, I like, uh, the old town. I love just the the idea of the Citadel, even in the first, like it's kind of their, like, news at the mm-hmm. time. You know, it's their internet, it's their call center. It's their, I don't know, it's like their everybody. operator, you know? It's like, I feel like if you need to send a raven to someone and you don't know where they're at, you just kind of hit up Old Town, and maybe it goes through there. I don't know. I don't know how what old, I mean, it seems that they just kind of fuck with history and getting everything right. written down and tracking everything, but um I don't know, I love. I just, I love the, the trope of of someone just needing to get the like doing the work themselves being like all right if it's not going to be done i'm gonna do it i'm i'm gonna have to do I it mean, myself um, yeah. i'll do it myself yeah maybe not in uh, thanos's way uh, maybe when it's yeah, more on the but, good side um, of the story but yeah it still but, works you know yeah it's a hard but, line of but, Thanos, regardless yeah, but uh
0: but yeah, then we get like the most massive reveal in the history of this show
1: in the most subtle way possible, which is hilarious. They don't uh, call back to this. They don't like clear it. Like, I mean, like, no, this was because, uh, oh, I guess Sam does literally tell John, like, hey, your mother is is Liana, your father is this. radar. But yeah, like this is. Well, actually, this is why Uh whenever he's talking to
0: Bran and Bran's like, he's not he was not born in the North. He was born in the South. So his name is John Sand. He's like, wait a fucking minute. Wait a fucking minute. Wait a fucking minute. He's like, Gilly told me once about this fucking thing. in the high, you know, so he's like, it is called back to actually. I forgot. That's
1: insane. This, so he does. So he does. He does take it in that Gilly did tell him this. Yeah. Prince Ragar. I, I mean, like. I guess if she said Lyanna Stark, maybe that would have been a little more like Sam would have been like, oh, I got to, you know. Like, let oh, me hear what this is. Yeah. No, like the fact that, yeah, I mean, he was writing down some other shit, and he's yeah. like, all right, how many steps pre- are he's in He's preoccupied whatever, with you know. the army of the dead. Yeah. But yeah,
0: Gilly's like reading the the notes of High Septon Maynard's, uh, and, uh, you know, the High Septon issued an <laughs> annulment for Prince Ragger so that he can marry another woman in Dorne. And uh, this new marriage indicates that any children Rhaegar may have had with his new wife uh, are his true-born children and not bastards, and therefore... The rightful heirs
1: to the Iron Throne. Um, Here's the confirmation. Like this is, you know, we had the 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 cut from you know the tower to John's face, and like we're like, all right, obviously he is their child, but he still would have been a bastard and not. The I will never,
0: heir, I know? will never forget. Uh, this is whenever I was watching this, I was still going to physical therapy for my knee, and for those of you who have joined us previously for this season specifically i talked about how my physical therapist and i we had Mm -hmm. like a a few awkward first couple sessions but then i asked him if he'd if he'd watched game of thrones and we just fucking blitzed it like we just talked Mm -hmm. about it all day every day i came i had sessions on mondays and obviously thrones premieres on sundays you know so um perfect no absolutely uh so this episode came out and i came in the next day and he was already like you know he was like (laughs) He, he, he was, he was, he was like shaking, he was, he was shaking his head. He was like, and I was like, I it I know, brother. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I know. Uh, you know, uh, uh, so we, we both discovered at the same time that Jon Snow was the true, uh, the true heir to the seven kingdoms,
1: uh, mm-hmm. and
0: and aired that out together. So that was, uh, that was a fun one.
1: Uh, but, yeah. uh, yeah, good old Gilly just doing her read, you know, reading, learning, uh, learning should- to read. Which wouldn't be possible without Shireen, um, I think, or was it Sam? No, did Shireen give her lessons? I don't think. Maybe a little bit. S Shireen is did a for little snake. Bit. Yes. Yeah, a yeah. little bit. She taught her like the the first little lessons. I think yes, maybe, absolutely. or I don't know. But um, but um, yeah. yeah. Clutch. Weird way to confirm it, but. Well, and that's the thing mean, is it's so
0: small that it, it could absolutely fly by any of the. The casual viewer who has no idea what they're looking for. Yeah, like, and it's Prince Rag-
1: Ragar. Or Prince like, she Ragar. says Ragar. Yeah. Or, yeah, so it's like, you know, it's not so someone's it name. It's Prince yeah. Ragar. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, or whatever. So, yeah, it is, it is an interesting way to do it. But uh, one of the biggest details in the entire storyline overall. Yeah.
0: Blink and you miss it, though. Like, I remember like my dad also watches it you
1: know i don't so think like, i caught it the first time i watched it i think it was told to me after and i'm like wait what and i was like oh yeah. like i was told by someone after and i'm like oh my god like yeah like i literally
0: asked my dad i was like you did you catch the thing in the the middle of the thing you know because i was mm. like if you didn't i don't want to spoil that like mm. it, it like it was kind of like a it was a cool revelation like Oh you know, but it was it was also kind of like, Oh fuck, that's how I know it now, you know. Yeah. Like uh I think the reveal the,
1: later on is much cooler. Um Yeah, and the reveal the reveal that he's not a bastard is kind of meh compared to he is the child of Liana and Rhaegar, which we got yeah. before. That's the real reveal, you know, and and I, I mean, I guess him not being a bastard's pretty crucial uh further on, but it's I don't know. There's more oomph, I think, in the the actual just parentage reveal rather than the annulment. Yeah,
0: no, but uh, Samwell complains here about having to inscribe the bodily functions of High Septon Maynard and in, in exasperation with his situation, Samwell stalks out of the room and goes to the library. He grabs several books and other items after a uh, contemplative <laughs> look at the atrium of the room and he meets Gilly in the courtyard of the Citadel where she and Sam wait for him in a wagon. And when Gilly asks if he is sure whether he wants to give up his studies, Samuel replies that he is tired of reading about the achievements of better men, quoting his father there. In a yeah. sad little.
1: Oh, I didn't know, you know that, that a, was from his father. Yeah, his dad. Oh. He,
0: he said something about how you will always be reading about the achievements of better men. You know, oh, uh,
1: damn. Oh, my God. And he has no idea. No idea. No idea. And they
0: ride off into the night. Samuel is done. Which I love. I love that for him. He deserved better than the Citadel was providing Mm. him, even though, you know, he was he was doing he was paying his dues. But still,
1: um, he got what he needed. And mm. uh, now he's now he's on his way uh, to where he needs to be. You know, everyone is everyone's going to where they need to go. Uh, Indeed, indeed. But now we are on to Dragonstone. This will bring me
0: two of my favorites for the episode where. The king in the north Jon Snow is walking on the grounds of Dragonstone Island where the dragon queen Daenerys Targaryen arrives on the back of her dragon and Drogon roars at Jon at first and stretches out his hand or stretches out mm. his head to face the king in the north Drogon calms down and dra- and recognizes Jon as a friend. Mhm.
1: Yes, he does. This is uh this was my scene of the episode and I didn't expect it to be um i after i it just moved me in a way that it has never moved me before very good um th- i guess this is this is one point in the books that i think is actually um i think tr- yeah drogon and john meet in the books i'm pretty certain it, it's like one of the few people that the dragons do not just immediately hate like they are they're always hatred like hate just mean and you know How? nasty to everyone um to John, like John meeting Drogon, I think, man, I don't know why I remember that, but I just do. Why does that ring a bell?
0: I don't know. I've never made it that deep in the books, so. um, I just know that the books ended with him dying.
1: That's true. Yeah, so no way he could have met Drogon. I
0: I, I can't imagine that he ever met Drogon in the books. Wait a minute.
1: Yeah, no, okay. No, he couldn't have. Um, Yeah, I don't know what I'm... Maybe it's, maybe it's Tyrion, but no, he meets the other dragons. He just goes down in the dungeon, and that's not really okay. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm confusing then. Um, but I don't know. I love, I love how you know we know he's a Targaryen, and
0: oh, yeah.
1: and and that's that that seems to be this why Drogon's chill. Um, oh, absolutely. he just he senses his boy. Um, he's like, oh, what's up, buddy? How you doing?
0: And uh John reaches out and strokes his snout with his hand after t- removing his glove, much to Danny's mm. surprise and uh arousal. And
1: when yes. John's, yeah, she she's, was possibly she's, noticeably... watch, she's watching him. You know, um, yeah, she was like, and she's like, Drogon, you're blocking my view, dog. Like, come on, I want to see uh, what's going on. Uh What's going on here? Um, and she was, she was very interested in John. Uh, this episode, um. I don't know if, if that's just Amelia Clark's performance coming off that way or if they're really, like, written – it's written that way for her to to try to portray that. But she, like, multiple times she was, like uh, – I don't know, later on, like, in the, the – it's not the war room. I always call it the war room. It's the – The chamber the war- of
0: the painted table.
1: Thank you. Yeah, another one of those – Amazing yeah. names. Oh, um, and like,
0: uh Amelia Clark is acting there, by the way. Just uh <laughs> very, very horny for John, uh and like visibly so. Uh yeah.
1: And- yeah. That's why I'm like, I don't know if it's just Amelia Clark or if D and D were like, Hey, just I mean hey. you the only thing on your mind right now is that man right there. You know, I yeah. mean that, it's it's what it seemed like. Um, what a
0: fucking man. No, but, uh, you know, when John slightly under duress, uh, agrees that the dragons are beautiful beasts, uh, Danny responds that the dragons are her children, you know, and Jon Snow observes that, you know, you weren't you weren't gone for long. And, you know, she's like, no, I wasn't. You don't like that, do you? And she, he's like, I'm not sure how I feel about it. And she's like, well, I have fewer enemies now than I did before I left. So. Uh, mm. This is also the setting for one of my like favorite behind the scenes like videos where John or Kit Harington like extends his cloak and like flaps them like wings. Um, I don't know if you've ever uh, seen that, but uh, it's it's a funny little clip. Uh, damn, the wind's damn, like no. blowing, and he's like, uh, it's, "It's that's it's a cute one." Um, very
1: nice location here. Oh, gorgeous. Um, yeah. Gorgeous. Oh my location. god. Yeah. Just a. Uh, I mean, I, I Drogon just any dragon at the end of a cliff. I don't know. Just like automatically with a horizon you know the ocean in the background Mm -hmm. and the wind Mm -hmm. is going like mm.
0: and again incredible visual effects in terms of the interaction between jon and drogon
1: like it looked real like i mean his hand like seemed to be like not just smoothly like running like it seemed to be like going yes hung up on it yeah like yeah i wonder if if they made some like something actually practical for him to feel on that close-up shot, and then when they cut Probably. back, it's it's just green screen from Probably. there. But um, but no, that it was impressive. Like it was like, man, he's. It's not like uh, before when they kind of hid like Danny's hand behind the dragon sometimes. No, so they didn't like, have to do that. To they were like, yeah, they're like, hey, check this yeah. out. He is touching Drogon right it's now. It's impressive, and I love the blink, the yes. slow
0: blink of the eye. That's kind of like, yep, I'm comfortable with this guy. Mm-hmm. Like I accept you.
1: Yeah, um, like I'm um, we're we're chilling. We're yeah. we're chill like that.
0: Um, but yeah. Daenerys then asked John about the Battle of the Bastards and him quote, "You know Davos said something about you taking a knife in the heart for your people," and John deflects this, saying, "You know Davos likes to embellish things uh,
1: to a degree." So and she goes, "So it was a figure of speech," and he just so badly I wish he was like, uh, "No, I took seven. Um, you know, like you I know, didn't I just take on, seven times and was legally dead for 24 hours. And maybe that, is that why he wants to hide? Is he, is he just humble, you know, and he doesn't want to, you know, be like, or whatever, or is it kind of like a, just, he'd rather not talk about it. You I know, think like, it's,
0: I, I don't think it's a humble thing. I think it's that he does not like thinking about that. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, that would be, that'd be fucked, you know, to be like, yeah. I mean, want he,
0: to also know the truth about like death. You know, like, they all have these stories about an afterlife and uh, all this stuff. And he's like, actually, when we die, we're just fucking dead. It's blank. It's black. There's nothing there.
1: He was just unconscious. He wasn't truly dead yet because he does come back to life. So that's not his afterlife. Um, Maybe there's I don't think that's the point they're making.
0: I think... uh, Yeah, no. I I was just trying to make it
1: sound a little better.
0: yeah Yeah. no i think he was truly dead and uh, he saw what he saw um but not not only that but the idea that he was betrayed by his people by a boy he took under his wing by like Mm -hmm. yeah he actually
1: had the thoughts of i am dying this Mm -hmm. is my last moment i will take my last breath here in a couple seconds and I know that all my friends betrayed me or like not all everyone, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then, then he
0: like, wakes up a couple, like however long later, it could have been an eternity. It could have been seconds, you know, like, uh, we have no idea what know. non-experience
1: yeah. there. Um, he probably doesn't know either. He's just, yeah, dead. exactly. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah. wow. Yeah. There's just, there's just, so yeah, I think he just does not like thinking about it. And not only that, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want it to be celebrated. You know, it's like, it's yeah. not a thing that should be like, because he, he does not like it. He does not like that it happened. So uh mm-hmm. but regardless, uh you know, their conversation is interrupted. John is saved by the bell, by the return of the recently healed Jorah Mormont, and this was one of my favorite scenes, uh loved this to death. Uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, Daenerys introduces Jorah to John, who says he worked under Jorah's father in the Night's Watch, he was a great man. And uh when Jorah reaffirms his allegiance to her, she accepts his offer of service and hugs him. And mm-hmm. uh Jorah comes back again and is like you know, like uh he's, he's just...
1: why does she always have someone way hotter and odd to stay Always way... have a sexy young boy toy around.
0: Damn god it.
1: damn. Uh yeah. yeah, poor Jorah. Yeah, no, it's uh it's... And he's just shown up and now he's gotta go north of the wall too, yeah, you know, yeah. right off rip pretty and much. I like to think of this as a him putting to
0: rest any hopes. That, that, and I think he already has any hopes that anything more will ever happen. Yeah. But like, he he looks at John and he's kind of like, good, you know, like,
1: yeah. Good, yeah. And the more know, he learns uh, about John, it's probably even like, all right, better, you know. Like, and even, what's, what's fascinating
0: too is this is the most, the, the most intimate Daenerys is like ever. She even like puts the hand on the nape of the neck and everything and pulls him in for the hug and everything. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. extremely yeah. intimate. It's not something she does with anybody she doesn't that's hug true. anyone
1: like that's yeah, not, not a thing she does yeah and dario i mean it was strictly in the bedroom outside mm-hmm. not even a nothing i mean not, not hardly no a thing. thing yeah so jorah hey i mean it's yeah it's a uh, big big
0: step here for jorah but yeah he 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 recognizes it for what it is you know i think mm-hmm. i think he's made his peace. but uh, yes definitely uh, later on we get my favorite scene of the episode where Tyrion and Varys are discussing the deaths of Randall and his son Dickon in the reach. I love it. And, awesome. uh, you know, he's like, uh, Tyrion's
1: like, she gave them a choice. Yeah. She, you know? she definitely did gulp, 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 gulp. She, did, gulp, I mean, gulp, gulp. she, she gave him every choice. They, they had, you know, the yeah, many, every opportunities. opportunity, gulp, 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 gulp. they could have,
0: they could have yeah. just bent the knee. They could have sworn allegiance. It could have been fine. You know, it, it very much so could have been fine. Gulp, gulp, yeah. gulp, gulp, gulp. Um, and, and then Varys. even
1: Varys, he, and then he's like, hi, I gotta even take a drink for this one. He's like, uh, Varys is like, let me see that real quick. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, brother. Uh Yeah, I recall feeling this way once or twice in my day. Uh, You know, I remember the Mad King's role in killing Rickard Stark and his son Brandon Stark. You know, it... it Tyrion insists, you know, he, she is not her father and Varys agrees up to a point. You know, Danny may not have her father's madness, but she certainly has a growing ruthless streak, which in Varys's view must be curtailed by Tyrion's more pragmatic counsel. And, um, you know, he uh, one of my favorite line deliveries, just Varys being like, mm. it's not me doing it. You know, it, it it's not me. I'm not I'm not the one doing it. Uh the smell of burning hair fills the room i'm not the one doing it you know yeah, like that true. that whole thing the whole time um, being
1: like uh he's like uh you're not you are not telling me what i wanted to hear right now yeah. you're telling me the opposite like i i know i'm not responsible for this um but no yeah and back he's back. not but to a point you know but, you got uh, like yeah, if you I, let this keep going you are exactly and that you that know? was his whole point he was like Tyrion saying something like, I'm the hand, not her head. You know, I can't make mm-hmm. her decisions for her. And, Denari- and <clears throat> Tyrion being like, "She, there's no way that she's her father. You know, no way. And Varys is like, yeah, no, of course not. Not yet. You know, yeah. not not with the right counsel. Not with um, what you need to do. And uh, I don't know, a very, I, I you know, maybe I'd say a very un- People like to say it's sped up and very fast, but this is one of those classic two characters sitting in a throne room just talking. And, and that's why like, I fucking... And again, Peter Dinklage
0: and Conleth Hill getting to act off each other mm-hmm. one-on-one. It's been a little bit, you know? Like, I know they had their little reunion uh, in Essos when he's like, oh, I did miss you. And they've had their one-on-ones here and there mm-hmm. when they're walking through the streets of Marine and stuff. But it was nice... I don't know how many more of these we're going to get. So I, I'm, I'm trying to cherish them as much as I possibly can, you know? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I loved this scene. I, I went with it, that it, it, both of them just performing their asses off. And uh, again, Conleth Hill's monologue, one of my favorite parts of the episode here. Uh, but uh, they discuss a sealed scroll containing a message from Bran Stark from the North for the King in the North, which of yeah. course bears yeah. has red. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, what, what's that oh a sealed or you know or what's on it yeah 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 it's like oh so what's it say he's like it's a sealed scroll for the king of the north oh you know How come on and they take like a little pause and then turns like he's like so what's, on it? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, what's <laughs> on it yeah so what's on it they're
0: they're a great duo that'll be a fun one for the five by five potentially for the pairs um,
1: oh yeah Oh yeah. There's so
0: many of them. Um, There's so many of them. That's gonna be such a hard category to limit down. Uh but uh later on, at the Chamber of the Painted Table, John tells Daenerys about the news of his half brother Bran and half sister Arya Stark's return to Winterfell. You know, he wants to go home to Winterfell, concerned by Bran's vision, which warns the Army of the Dead are getting closer. And John is worried the undead army will make it past the wall and advance on the north. And Danny notes that John doesn't have enough men to fight the Army of the Dead. He says, we're going to have to do with what we have. You know, you're welcome to join us. But if you're not going to, I'm going to go. And Danny is worried that Cersei will take advantage and march in if she focuses her her efforts to the north. And Tyrion is present and proposes bringing, you know, what if we bring them to her? And Mm -hmm. they're like, isn't that exactly what we don't want to do? dumbass uh and he's like no no you idiots exactly. how about we get one we get one we bring it down here an undead soldier frankly he's also like frankly it would help me a lot too i trust you but like let's help see everyone it. let's yeah, let it would help everyone it would, everyone would see what this is um provide mm-hmm. a true evidence that the army of the dead is real Convince her so we can reach a truce. And Varys opines that it is suicide trying to appeal to Cersei, but Tyrion argues that he can persuade his brother Jamie. And Davos is the only one who might be able to smuggle Tyrion into King's Landing. Jesus, we have a lot to go, don't we? Um, mm,
1: King's Landing like, and then just a little bit of East Watch. No, like- I
0: know, but I'm like, uh, but yeah. persuade his brother Jamie. Davos is the only one who can smuggle him in. I'm like, that's this episode, too. This yeah. is a big one. Uh, but. uh it is. You know, he's the only one who can smuggle him in. Everyone looks at him, and he's like, "Fine." You know, uh, lo- love, love that guy.
1: Absolutely love Liam Cunningham. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he's if like, anyone oh, recognizes you, though, I can't promise I'm not much of a fighter. You know, or not whatever. much of a fighter myself. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, he's he,
0: you know, such a risky mission is is risky even for a smuggler like him. Uh, Jorah vol- volunteers. You know, I will go, my queen. Uh, no, I need you here. Stay. <laughs> Yeah. You you bid me to get well so I could serve you. Let me serve you, my your grace. Um, we could use the, the help.
1: help. John, I think John, you know John even you throws help. out or something. like We could like use that. the help. Uh, um,
0: you know John volunteers to lead the expedition since the free folk won't follow Jorah, and he is the only one who has experience facing them.
1: Whenever John is like saying like that he has to go or what, Daenerys is literally like, no, 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 like it's it's insane. Like she is like, (laughs) she's like, I have not given you permission to leave yet. Actually, Uh, no, you can't go. Um, That's when
0: he delivers my favorite line of the episode when he says, "With respect, your grace, I don't need your permission. I am a king." And she was like.
1: Oh, she was like, oh, uh, yeah, I haven't heard. Yeah, she was like, I don't hear this ever. Uh, everyone is always just like, yeah, you are obviously our queen. Uh, but for him just to be so confident in himself, you know, she was like, oh, okay. Dude, fucking okay. love this. I love um, yeah. it. But, uh, yeah, you know,
0: uh, he tells her she has the power. Uh, she has the power of life and death over him, but that he trusted her even though she was a stranger. He pleads with her to return the favor by trusting him. And, uh, later Davos and Tyrion chat about smuggling before embarking on their mission to infiltrate King's Landing. And Davos plans to find Gendry while Tyrion wants to
1: secretly meet with Jaime to find a peaceful solution to the war. Let's go. The boy. He's coming back. Um, I love this little piece of trivia that I, that I read is that a lot of characters um and a lot of actors, they wouldn't really tell um if they were coming back or not. That they would write them in the script in ways where they wouldn't know if they were returning for a long a season mm. in or whatever. Uh, but apparently, Gendry was just always in the know that he would come back eventually. Like he, right. he just knew from because we haven't seen him for a long time. Like dude, season three, four, dude was four, rowing. Probably. Dude was just rowing, you know, He and that's the last time we saw him was Davos put him in a boat and was like, hey, just go. Uh, and that's it. Man. That's the last time we yeah, saw I him. Yeah, I wonder how long that's um, been. Yeah, when? I wonder what episode that actually is. Here, I'll, I'll, be able to...
0: To, I'll be able to click on it and tell you at least what season it was. Let's see. Yeah, He's in seasons.
1: It was season three. Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, like you know that's a long time but he knew he would come back and then that got me to think is like i wonder why you know why if so george r, r. martin had to have told D and D like gendry baratheon will go north of the walls or something along those lines like he, he had to have said like gendry will have to come back so i'm like why and then i started to look at like the suicide squad that is going north and there's like one from every major house yeah, that is left yeah. afterwards no, super
0: it is like so, it is the
1: biggest like joining
0: of like all branches of the story that is yes. so fucking cool yeah. uh um, but uh after their quest to king's landing which we will get to uh before mm, long yes. uh unfortunately they go and they come back and we got a little bit more at dragonstone so davos Tyrion return with gendry in tow right. uh at the dragonglass mines they meet john snow supervising the diggings and excavations and gendry remarks that john is a lot shorter than he expected and immediately blurts out his true parentage on the assumption that john will value honesty and will appreciate the idea of ned stark and robert baratheon's bastards joining forces and i love the way that like john kind of like loosens up and is like you know i i grew up on stories about them you know like uh, yeah. he's got like a true mm-hmm. equal it feels like to him he's like Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, because whenever dumb.
1: Gendry calls him short or whatever, he's he, like John's kind of like at first. He's like, I don't know if I like you know. I am a king. But yeah. I kind of like you being. A- I like fuck I fuck like how you like you're that. you're real yeah. man. You know, like you're a real one. I like the uh, I like
0: I like I like you, dog. I like you a yeah. lot. Uh, I gave
1: Gendry good. my uh my character for the episode. Good. I he's just great. I mean. I loved his return. I loved how confident he was. He was like, I don't know what I was waiting for, but I knew I was waiting for something and I'm ready to go. And Davis is like, I haven't even told you, like, you should know what you're about to go sign up for. Like, it's, uh, yeah. kind of not the nicest thing. I like, it's, um, but yeah, he's, uh, Lord, like know. that's his, his Lord of Light. Like it's not the Lord of Light telling him it's not whatever, no God, but it's like in his own whatever. Mm-hmm you know, his own beliefs. He well, just I'm also, knew. I'm also talking about
0: what you were talking about a second ago, like the actor being like, I didn't know. Ah, exactly. I, I, I always knew yeah. when it
1: was, when it was time, you know, like, uh, Oh, maybe it was like a little meta. Yeah. yeah a little like, a uh, break, I have been meta. waiting for quite a while for yeah. the callback and thank God after, but, uh, you know, midway through season seven. Um, I, I'm finally coming back. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Lo- yeah. Love me some Gendry. So I'm throwing yeah. them. Throw- Is that his first actually? uh um, probably probably i think it is um but it yeah. is it is at first okay
0: have you punched in all of them for us uh me, me and yes. you or, we're at
1: 128 or? right now so previous episodes have been punched in but not okay, this we need, episode. we need to
0: get to the 130 mark today okay mm-hmm. that's cool uh mm-hmm. but uh gendry volunteers to accompany john on his mission to the north to capture a white and convince queen daenerys and queen cersei that the true war lies north and as Jon Snow and his party, including Jorah Mormont, prepare to depart on boats for Eastwatch by the sea, Danny and her entourage arrive to bid them farewell. Danny quips to Jorah that they uh, they should be used to saying farewell to each other by now. And uh, Jon arrives at the beach as they are saying goodbye, and playfully quips to Daenerys that if their mission is unsuccessful and he doesn't return, she at least won't have to deal with the King of the North anymore. And Danny responds that she's grown used to him hinting that you know like
1: uh uh actually no i don't i don't i like that idea of you leaving and you No, know i'm, I'm kind of down know. with
0: the king in the north if i'm being for real uh mm-hmm. what's up nephew uh yeah.
1: but uh <laughs> damn it yeah he does he does call her a stranger uh in this episode yeah. which i thought was was also hilarious we learned the you know, I guess we already knew Rhaegar and uh, like the parentage is already known, but then getting that like a yeah, uh, like further that drop in after there that. Yeah. yeah. And then him uh, just saying like, trust in a stranger. Come on. You know, I trusted in a stranger and they're, yeah, they're yeah, you know, you fuck uh, your aunt here soon.
0: Uh, but uh, John, uh, you know, wishes her good fortune in the wars to come before he leaves. And Danny and Tyrion watches Jon Snow and his party depart for Eastwatch. Mm hmm. In King's Landing, Jaime returns to inform Cersei of the defeat. He flatly insists that the Lannisters have no chance of defeating Daenerys, even if Cersei were able to buy enough mercenaries to replace their huge losses. and uh, Scorpion did little more than anger Drogon, and neither the Lannister soldiers nor any mercenaries will be able to match the hordes of Dothraki. Killing them was not war, it was sport.
1: They did it for fun. Yeah, Um yeah, Jaime already being like, no dragon. I'm not even talking about the dragons yet. Just the Dothraki. We're already screwed. We're already we don't done. stand a fucking
0: like, chance against her army. And then she has three fucking dragons. You know, like uh. And when they put it like that, it it really does make you go. Now why? Why have they not done anything? You know, like I I know that they need. They feel like they need the support of the Westerosi houses, and they're trying to, you know, garner that support to a degree. But at some point, just lay siege, bro. Just do it. That's true.
1: Yeah, it's just, and again, laying siege, it's like all the citizens in King's Landing also suffer from that. That's true. You know, it's like the idea is to starve them out, you know, and then the people in the castle are going to be the ones still eating very fine. That's fair. Yeah, the
0: citizens would all die prior to the siege being successful. So that's fair. Um, But yeah, yeah, are not...
1: It's better than just all-out war, but yeah, maybe, maybe not, maybe. actually. It's more of like a slow death. I don't yeah, know. that's um, fair. But. But yeah, Cersei snidely asked Jamie
0: if they are expected to surrender to a queen whose throne Cersei occupies, um, and whose father Jaime betrayed and murdered, uh, mockingly remarking that Tyrion could intercede for them with Daenerys as an apology for killing Joffrey and Tywin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to say up front here, I also went with Lena Headey for my performance. Uh, mm-hmm. She's fucking great throughout this entire yeah. thing, and it is this
1: right here. She was awesome. In uh, she when was Jamie awesome goes,
0: here. he didn't do it, and she's like, "What are you talking about? We literally, we literally know that he shot our father while he was sitting on." No, not him, Joffrey. Uh, and she's like, "You still defend him? You couldn't." And he's like, "Oh, Lena Tyrell confessed, and the way she like, she sits like, down. She just she, she sits, sits down and looks yeah. down for a second and then like looks up and is like, was this before or after you so kindly gave her the poison you wanted to give her? Um
1: mm-hmm. and uh I shouldn't have listened to you. That bitch should have died screaming. You know, I was yeah. like, Oh my god, oh. you're you're something else. You know, I when I saw yeah, like And the denial
0: she, she goes through briefly too, she's like, She was lying. Nope.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously like yeah. she's dying, like, oh, did she say this right after, you know, before you gave her the poison. This is a dying person's you know, last words, and then yeah. Jamie just being like, come on, Think if you it. were Olenna, who would you rather want your granddaughter marrying Tommen or Joffrey? You know, who made and that's when?
0: And it also gives you, like, a fantastic look at Cersei and the way she views her kids, you know? Like, and she, we know she knows Joffrey was evil. She She couldn't control him. She couldn't do anything about him. So, mm-hmm. like, whenever she, like, has to sit back and acknowledge that truth, like...
1: Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and Jamie saying like who makes Olena the true leader of the Seven Kingdoms and that's like what kind of got to her it was yeah. kind of like also like damn she was actually like in a she very very high speed so of power.
0: deeply that she was mm-hmm.
1: the de facto ruler um and I think you know, that her house is gone uh, they don't exist anymore so that that is Man. one thing um, um but to yeah, Cersei. Like, I think that's a, it's a touch overstating it. You know,
0: uh, what, what would make Olena the de facto ruler of the seven kingdoms? Like Olena didn't wield her power like that. You know, she was kind
1: of chilling though. She was living.
0: No, she was comfortable. Don't get me wrong. She was comfortable. She would have been comfortable regardless. Um, Yeah. She never really
1: used it. If she
0: had used it, none of the shit that happened would have happened. You know, like, uh, if, if she was the ruler of the seven kingdoms, the sparrows get That's squashed. True. Nothing yeah. goes anywhere. Like it's. That's fair. So I think it's a bit, a, a bit of an overstatement, but I, it, the general idea of it, yes, it, it does resonate. I think he's more saying it to pierce Cersei's armor more mm. than saying it is fact, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. And the, you know, in the same, in the same way that Tywin became the true ruler. When Joffrey sat on the throne, you know, but sure. uh, feeling cheated mm-hmm. of yet another vengeance, Cersei can barely contain her fury as she laments, listening to Jaime saying Elena should have died screaming. And uh, Jaime mm-hmm. says she's dead nonetheless, along with the rest of House Tyrell. Uh, they will go the same way unless they are careful. Like, we are fucked. We are going to die. Uh, and Jaime sees no other path to victory. Tyrion now stands against his own siblings with a foreign invader possessed of a large, fearsome army and three ferocious dragons. And Cersei dismisses his protests, however, making it plain, she intends to fight to the death rather than surrender her throne. And, uh, you know, as a soldier, he should know what that's like. You know? hmm like, Yeah. You will fight to the death for me, because you're a mm-hmm. soldier. Nothing more. You
1: know, like, it's, uh, it's a great a book. A line earlier in the episode, um, whenever Daenerys is, is uh, about to execute um, the Tarleys. Um, Tyrion tells her, "Hey, nothing, nothing like a good old time in a dark cell will clear bold Truth. lines well, up from from anyone." And then this episode, we have Cersei, not in a cell, but pretty much in a cell. The red, in. the Red Keep is at her glorified cell, a giant prison. Um, yeah. And right now, her mind is, "I will, I am going to die trying." As of right now, late yeah. this episode, it changes. She yeah. has time to sit by herself, think about it, mm-hmm. and then she's like, I, "I." There is some other news, I guess. Um, that that probably changed, you know, uh, changed her her thinking but on still, it that way. No, but yeah, I, I kind of yeah. like. I don't know if that was purposeful to like, uh, Tyrion saying that line and then having Cersei kind of actually go through this, um mm-hmm. in in the episode. Um, but I, I don't know. I kind of I liked I liked the. I liked it being happening to Cersei, anyways, because it does show like it—it's it, truly in character for her to be like her first thought is like, oh, she fuck, she actually killed my kid. Yeah, no, I'm like I'm heated up. I'm going to die. Like I'm going right. to kill everybody. If I die, so be it. But I'm going to try to kill everyone. Uh, you know, in the meantime, and uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I really like that that it kind of happened that way this episode.
0: No, I did too. I did too. And uh, Lena Hetty just all the while making mm-hmm. every scene her bitch just absolutely yeah. dominating uh, it. She um, is the
1: queen. This gives her 18. Um Am- Amelia Clark at 15 um and Kit Harrington. Uh he he did get mine. I don't know if I've officially said that out loud. Oh, I don't believe he did. Um but he goes up to 14. Uh so okay. so yeah. And then officially three, this Cer- episode Percy um, Danny and John. Okay. The top 3 and character wise um did you say Tyrion? Yours was Tyrion? Yes. Is that right? Then yeah, this now ties him with Oberon Martel, uh with Pedro Pascal. Finally, Finally he's been reached, uh, which is insane. By Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. By Tyrion Lannister. Um yeah, Jon Snow's still chilling at fifteen, but um but yeah, and Gendry at one. Let's go. Uh that's that's Gendry at one, baby. That's yeah, the uh, the the update though for all the stats. But lovely.
0: Lovely. Yeah but uh later on beneath the red keep ron purports to lead jamie to a sparring session among the skulls of the targaryen dragons only for him to discover it is really a secret meeting with his estranged brother Tyrion. and jamie is initially angry that Bron has arranged the secret meeting Tyrion, you know compliments jamie on shrewdly and unsentimentally abandoning the lannister seat of casterly rock you know a uh, father would be very proud as he puts it and uh
1: don't, know, don't talk about father, yeah, you don't get to mm-hmm. um sort of thing yeah I almost went with uh coaster what's his Nicolash, Nicolash. Uh, almost went yeah, almost went with him for yeah last I, last here. I checked that's um, who you
0: had in, so I was surprised mm-hmm. that you picked Kid Harrington
1: and, and I think Kid Harrington has kind of had more he had a lot more screen time True. here a lot a this lot more moment, to, to actually though, do, but yeah, it was strong this was the scene strong. that made me punch it in. Yeah. Um, like his reserve, like he was reserved at first and kind of holding back, you know, it's waiting for Tyrion for to say tears. the wrong thing. And then, yeah. right when he mentions Tywin, it's like, don't you fucking talk about, you know, don't talk about him. And, and Tyrion, like trying to diffuse it all by com you know, his comedy or just trying to make it funny. And Jamie's just like, mm. I, th- I, th- I told well, Ron and then the whenever I snaps, him, like,
0: you know, yeah. he was like, father knew I was innocent, but he still condemned me to death. Like he's still hung, like, obviously he's still hung up on it. He
1: killed his yeah. father. That's something that sticks with you. Um, mm-hmm. but, but Tyrion's uh, defense was, was good too. Like Tyrion's performance here was also like great. Like, yeah. I almost run Peter um, Dinklage.
0: Like that, yeah, the, like the, do the you... three top three options mm. for me performance wise were Cersei, Jaime and Tyrion, uh, which yeah. is the Lannisters were going all in this week, but, uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh having hated him all his life for being a dwarf. He's like he was he was going to kill me. And Jamie's like what the fuck do you want? You know, like what what do you, what, why are you here? Uh and Tyrion responds that Jamie knows that Daenerys will win this war and tells him that Daenerys is willing to make a peace with Cersei under certain conditions. And Jamie's like mm-hmm. she wants to make peace. She's winning. Why the fuck would she want to do that? And uh he tells Jamie about Daenerys' terms. Meanwhile, Davos visits Flea Bottom and eventually finds Gendry, which we already kind of went over. So I'll kind of breeze through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, you know, he explains that he's preparing for he's been preparing for such a moment and readily agrees to come with Davos. And Davos is like, yo, it's going to be hard. It's going to be dangerous. Are you sure you you ought to take one of the one of those swords that you've been, uh, you know, smithing? And Gendry's <laughs> like, "Nah, I'm going a, I'm to a do this hammer. Uh, I this, smash this. Um, I know.
1: And um, he do. He does know. He do know. Um, he do. Know. He do uh, know. It is
0: known that he know. Um mm-hmm.
1: sick little uh Its
0: little line delivery fucking killed me by the way. Like whenever he's like those This I know. I know. This, this I know. I know. Yeah. He throws it over his shoulder and just kind of like marches on out of there like I just thought mm-hmm. it was like it's so fucking funny because like you saying that about the actor being like uh ready to come back. It he's you just absolutely stoked. feel that. Yes, yeah, like, he's
1: just so ready to go. He's like, holy yeah. fuck, thank God I'm back in the show. Thank God I'm not making weapons for the Lannister army anymore. I'm just actually doing something cool. Um, cool little piece on his, uh, or trivia on his hammer. Uh, he has the, the stag, the House Baratheon stag, uh, kind of made yes. out of, I don't know, metal, kind of on there. Um, but it's Taking the, pride
0: in his roots, you know? Yeah, but
1: the colors um, are reversed uh the green and gold of house baratheon it is um usually a gold stag on a green background i believe but on his hammer it is a green stag with a gold background um and i, I that is a a bastard custom um to do if oh, you want to okay. if you want to still show your house you have to if if you're a bastard you have to swap the colors uh to show That you are a bastard, Uh, but that's so fucking
0: cool. You know, like I I actually, I actually dig that. Kind of sick. uh, Like it's actually kind of sick. Like I love that he
1: was like, you know what? Fuck yeah, I'll take honor. I'll do it. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, but yeah, because he does introduce himself. Yeah, because he introduces himself to uh, to John is like, I am Robert Baratheon's bastard. Like he doesn't say it as like I'm Robert Baratheon's bastard. He's like I'm his bastard. Like you're a bastard. We're like we're so cool like i don't like uh but yeah well, look
0: so yeah no it was funny uh i remember when this show was going like the first time i was watching this show um my <laughs> my parents had me out of wedlock i was i was i was at their wedding um so like uh whenever i was like if i could be like look at what look at what me and Jon snow have in common baby you know like
1: <laughs> look at us look at us bastards yeah. and then
0: they reveal it and i'm like
1: fuck you know and uh he's not the... actually a bastard no, damn I it have. uh in everyone's <laughs> eyes though he is you know so and he's lived his whole life that way so like yeah. he kind no, of yeah. he earned he, like it's not a title you want to earn but he did you know it's like i yeah. don't want to like say he like earned that bastard a bastard title. Yeah, like John's a bastard, and I'm so proud of him for it. But no, it's like it makes him who he is, you know. And yeah, no, you know. no I'll,
0: I'll, I'll proudly, I'll proudly boast a, a commonality between me and Gendry, you know. Yeah. Um But mm-hmm. uh, later on, at the shores of Blackwater Bay, Davos and Gendry, having placed his hammer in the Davos's boat, prepare to leave, but are spotted by a pair of gold cloaks. And Davos mm-hmm. pretends to be a common smuggler and bribes the guards with coin. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you recognize one of these gold cloaks? Uh from this show earlier on one of the, the oh, one really? of the dudes the dude on the right was the guy who played Ned Stark in the production in Essos. What? I'm fairly certain. He looks just like him if it's not him. Uh oh, wow. I didn't look into it. I just purely vibes saw him and was like that's got to be the
1: same fucking guy.
0: What's that mean? You remember that guy? That I'm fairly
1: certain that's him. No uh, way. Yeah, I guess Oh. That kind of does look like him. Maybe it i'm looking at his picture right now it's just gold cloak 1 gold cloak 2 um and gold cloak 1 is kevin Eld- eldon l El- kevin eldon um looks like this is his only credited episode oh season 6 blood of my blood um he's in blood yeah of no my his, Blood, his the door and i am no one
0: his picture on imdb is him Oh uh, my wow!
1: Stark. Yeah, so Stark, yes, he's, but it is actually him. Wow. Yes, what he's only man? in. Yeah, he's only in Eastwatch of season seven, but in season six, so I guess those are the three. The love play the episodes. idea that he like wow.
0: the theater company fell through after Lady Crane died and everything. Like, already exposed that girl for like <laughs> wanting to kill Lady Crane, and they're like, "Well, yeah. shit!" Everyone fell apart. He's like, "Guess I'll go be a gold cloak," you know, like uh,
1: Bug it. I'm going to King's Landing. Yeah, yeah, you, definitely. He had
0: aspirations guy. to be uh, to to live on the stage, but he had to settle for becoming a cop. You know, Damn like
1: it, I was really hoping this other gold cloak, gold cloak two, was also in a previous episode. You know, this is the only episode he is in. Uh, but here, but <laughs> would have been. Yeah, awesome. he strikes
0: up a conversation. Davos does with the guards, and on being asked about his cargo, he shows them he is transporting fermented crab. Fermented crab. Uh, an aphrodisiac that is popular with the city's brothels. Uh, one dose of this, a man, a man ready to go back yeah. home to his family, his loving wife, his children. You give him one pop of this in his mouth and he's ready to go. He's back in the game. Uh, Davos is fucking cold with it, man. I love this guy. Um, yeah, yeah he, un- he uncovers the crab while pulling the cloth aside to hide the hammer. Super smooth. Fucking love mm-hmm. that. Um, and he offers each of the guards a sample. And the guards are satisfied, if slightly disgusted, with Davos' explanation and bribe and,
1: uh, bribe and prepare to depart. It's like, you better go, lest you poke a hole in that chainmail. Yeah. Uh, Find your, your finest establishment. You know, yeah. I just, it, it, <laughs> ever the way he talks is just Dude. incredible. Yeah, the yeah. character
0: he strikes up, you know, because that's like not what Davos is like. I yeah, know it's his voice, but like... walking uh,
1: over, Ginger's like, ah, oh, so who should I be? And he's like... Damn it, Clovis! I told you. Yeah, we're not out of here in five minutes. Or like, I'm soon, a Clovis. You know? I told you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, he's uh, he's fucking incredible. I absolutely love it. And uh, it's funny to think about Davos acting to an actor, you know. So maybe that's why he was yeah. kind of suspicious of him. Maybe he could clock that he was performing. Go um, like but regardless, sure. uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Tyrion arrives at this very moment, and he is the most famous dwarf on earth, as he is, or on in the world as he has acknowledged before. Uh, realizing it's too late to turn back and not look suspicious, Tyrion walks right past him to the boat while looking downward. However, one of them recognizes the scar and asks him to stop. And they realize that he is indeed Tyrion Lannister. And immediately see through Davos's deception. Who again comes back to offer them more of the crab? Like you really got to get to an establishment. You are going to get hard as fuck here in a
1: second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys got to go. Uh, yeah, this this is Viagra.
0: You do not want to be in front of Queen Cersei with all just bricked up. You know, like you got to you, you got to go, man. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, with their backs to Gendry and the boat, and before they can react, Gendry kills both of them by smashing their skulls with his hammer. And Davos, slightly exasperated, introduces Gendry to Tyrion, Man. who Riley, Riley observes, "He'll do,
1: yeah, um, yeah. He's uh, he's pretty fucking cool. Uh Yeah, got me just one, two, done. You know, just.
0: I mean, like that's a heavy fucking weapon, you know. Like that's that's
1: yeah, all it'll you do need.
0: That. It'll one do...
1: hit blunt force to the head. Gee, yeah. you know, good night. Yeah, um, I think that'll do. Yeah, I think that's gonna work." Yeah, I mean, and, I'm pretty sure that's and fine. He was swift with it too, and he even made it look flashy too. You know, the yeah, little, did, little, little f- twist f- and f- like,
0: yeah, like yeah. it was. It was super fucking. It reminded me of something. Oh, it, you know what it actually reminded me of was the the White Walkers using their fucking like swords, like the way that they yeah would, they kind of like the, yeah that sort of He's... choreography, mm-hmm. um, the heavy yeah. swinging hitter. But uh, Ooh, later on, yeah. at the Red Keep. Kyburn is visiting Cersei when Jaime enters her chambers, and Jaime tells Cersei that he met with Tyrion. And Cersei asks if Daenerys uh, wants to negotiate a surrender. But Jaime tells her that Danny is seeking an arm- armistice due to the threat posed by the army of the dead. And Cersei's like, so what are you going to do to him?
1: Mm, and he's yeah, like, are you going to punish what? him? Yeah, Bronn, what are you going to do about
0: Bronn? Uh, he obviously arranged the meeting. Do you think there's anything in this city of importance that
1: happens that I don't know about? Uh, okay. And, okay, Cersei. You know, like, I love how, and, and like, just to punish Braun, too, going past the fact that, that Jamie talked, you know, went behind her mm-hmm. back, like, she's bypassing all of that and going straight to, well, like, it's, so, it's, that,
0: it's again a veiled threat, though. Like, it's like,
1: uh, you know, what are you going to do to him? Yeah. If you don't oh, intend to I do anything see. to him.
0: What am I gonna have to do to you, you know, like uh
1: yeah yeah there and there was part of me um before like there are a lot of things that actually like lead you to believe she is legitimately pregnant, does she get a baby bump eventually um no or no um is this is this the idea hit certain. me
0: is no she yeah just like that was a Jamie? big
1: speculation
0: during the show's original run, whether or not she is actually pregnant, um I can't, rec- mm. I don't think she gets a baby bump. Um,
1: cause it's probably cause not even I, long I mean, enough.
0: We are months there, we are yeah. months away from the end of this show. You know, yeah. like it is, it is about that time. You know, like mm. there is not much left. Once they go north,
1: we're talking like
0: weeks until the end of the show, bro. Like it's That's
1: fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, cause I don't know, it just hit me this time that I'm like, I, it really feels like she's playing him. She's like, she's desperate. Yeah. She's, she, she's an act she of drinks. desperation. She feels, she yeah. feels
0: Jamie slipping away from her. She needs him in her corner. She knows this will keep him. And even yeah. this doesn't.
1: Yeah. Like this. I don't know. I, I, I really don't think she is for one, how much drinking she does uh I don't know if a baby could survive in the womb for you know in Cersei Lannister's womb um but no I think I think cuz the line she delivers right at the, you know never betray me again or like like right you know right away like but it yeah, they it, make it, out passionately and
0: hug and there's yeah, never betray me
1: again it did feel somewhat genuine though you know like whenever she did hug him and like
0: no right, and that's like, the other
1: thing is that like I
0: I see the reasons why she would be lying, and it's simply for that relationship she feels straining with Jamie. Mm-hmm. But she tells Tyrion she's pregnant later.
1: Okay, yeah, and there have been moments with Qyburn, uh mm-hmm. apparently where she, he's been asking about like, "Hey, I have your symptoms? Are, are your symptoms okay, or whatever of something?" And he was in her yeah. room right here right before right. Jamie, yeah. you know, came yeah. in maybe that's what they were talking about. You know, I don't I mean, know. Maybe uh, this was either like a combination.
0: Way, it, it, it is a fun, it is an interesting thing to try and speculate about. Like either way it, it either adds it either adds an extra layer of tragedy to the ending of these characters or, or it adds an extra layer of tragedy to the way. Either they, way it adds an extra layer of tragedy. You know, yeah. like it's just either way it's sad. Like it's, and that's what's interesting about it. But, uh, you know cersei reveals she's pregnant uh with another of jamie's children and you know after reflecting you know he's like what will you say and she's like that, that he's yours you know we don't mm-hmm. you know you know what father always said and he says the lion does not concern himself with the opinions of the sheep
1: and they hug and he whispers she whispers in yeah. his ear never betray Maybe me again God. never again um i love just a what does dad always say? Oh, and now let me say a line that our father says, now let's make out like, uh, it's yeah, just the, a,
0: the incestuous overtones are always a bit much, especially if you refer to another member of your family right before you mm-hmm. proceed to kiss your sibling. Yeah.
1: yeah, And also like saying like, if we want to fight Daenerys, we have to fight her smart, just like dad would have. And then what did dad say about people? Uh, mm-hmm. we are having a baby. It is yours. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, a whole,
0: It's a whole lot. It's a lot.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but uh, yeah, that concludes the story there, and we head and conclude the episode in East Watch, where after landing, Jon Snow and his band meet with the Wildling Tormund, who thinks that Jon's plan is suicidal and mockingly asks, uh, "Which of the two ferocious queens is that? Is it that they need to convince?" And Jon's like, "Both." Um,
1: yeah, yeah, and both
0: of them. Davos is like, "I'll stay here. Not much <laughs> of a use enough. Not much of a use for a, for a fight." And Tormund goes, "No, you're not." Yeah, um, damn. Yeah, i mean <laughs> and it, Thomas is like he's like shit you know ah, like, all yeah, right okay, okay. Like, yeah
1: he's like yeah i just said that like you didn't need to clarify it you know you didn't like Thanks, whatever. Buddy. And, um, like uh you just kind of looked to john like we uh, fought
0: together in the battle of the bastards but okay you know like
1: uh yeah I, we we had that c- convo right before the battle of the bastards you know where, like yeah I, I drink all night i walk in shit I led, I means. led a
0: section of that battalion into war, buddy. Like, I know how to fight. Okay. Uh, not, Fair. not so much, but he, he's good at leading. Uh, yeah. yeah. Apologies for what you're about to see. Uh, that's always one of my favorite
1: lines. I'm not much of a fighting oh, man. Oh, shoot. Apologies my line, for what you're about to see. My line, uh, it came before. Um, it, it is from Davos. Uh, I just missed oh, it. It's, it's fantastic whatever...
0: fucking line. Yes. Yeah, I
1: think, I think it's when, uh, he brings Gendry to the cave to meet John, um, and Gendry's just like, oh, no, I'm going. Like, I don't care. I'm I'm going north of the wall. I'm doing this. And Davos is just like, all right, whatever. He says, yeah, nobody mind me. All I've ever done is live to a ripe old age. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all I've, <laughs> you all might... I've ever done is live to a ripe old well, it's, age. It's
0: true. You know? There's, like,
1: nobody in the show left who's Davos's age. And it hit me. I'm like, Davos isn't that old for our time. But, but in his time, yeah. I guess there are some maesters, you know, Maester you know, Eamon. really Yeah, Eamon kind of fucked up the age. Uh, the, you know, I don't know how long people live for. The average um, lifespan. Yeah. Eamon yeah. <laughs> was like um,
0: 110. I don't know. He's like, an
1: outlier. You know, he's kind yeah. of just disna- now. Because like Viserys, I guess he was sick uh, and he, he didn't really die of old age. He accelerated um, his age for sure. Yeah. I'm pretty um, sure he
0: was like 60. You know, like it's not like he was super old, but. You know, yeah. and I, I doubt Liam Cunningham's all that old either, but like, uh, you know, fifties at this probably maybe 60, I don't know. He looks great. You know, like I 62.
1: think that Look, right now, right now. Yeah. So oh. he, was, he
0: was late fifties. He was late fifties okay. when he delivered this good. line. Um, but, uh, okay. I'm glad I had a keen read on him. I was like, if he is sixties at this time, like late sixties, I'm gonna be impressed. Brother looks yeah. good. Um, mm-hmm. Because yeah. even so, calling him fifty, I was like probably about fifty. The only thing there is the thinning hair. Like besides that, he's got a
1: nice full beard. You know, mm-hmm. it's like
0: that's a that's a it's a man right there. I love I
1: love me some Liam Cunningham. But uh, mm-hmm. regardless, if it wasn't uh, Gendry, Davos, he'd probably get the character of the episode. Yeah. If if it oh, weren't yeah. for Gendry, for me, hard uh,
0: hard to always pass up Davos. I love that guy. Uh, but, uh, they later learned that the Night's Watch has detained members of the Brotherhood without banners, including Barak Dondarian, mm-hmm. Thoros, and Sandor Clegane. Uh, and again, just the, the worlds colliding, Gendry being like, don't trust a word these motherfuckers say, bro.
1: They sold me and I got leeches stuck all over my body. Um, yeah. And this, this one scene, I think, perfectly wraps up how the Lord of Light or whatever the fuck greater powers going on here like you yeah. have every different sect of like religion kind of every different kind of person in westeros we have a stark and a targaryen rolled into one We have a baratheon yeah. we have a mormont we have a clegane K- a we have Thoros amir uh we got what beric dondarian and tormund giant's bane uh, i'm pretty sure what that's everybody everybody there um but then you have you know the Brotherhood Without Banners that are obviously the Lord of Light brought us here. The Lord of Light told, you know, we have to go north. It's not even because we want to. We have to. Uh, mm-hmm. We have the Hounds kind of newfound, um, you know, Lord of Light kind of got him there as well. Gendry's just yeah, known he's like, him He
0: doesn't like, he's not like devoted to the Lord of Light. He's just like, shit, man, I know what he told me. And like, I know what I saw, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, I got to see if this I is real. This is kind of his
1: spiritual journey, basically. Yeah. Um, and then Gendry just always knowing that he, he had something more, um, I don't know
0: if you recall, but the hound really fucks stuff up whenever we go beyond, whenever we get North in a Um, good way or bad way, uh, both, but mostly bad. Um, there comes a point when the ice is so thin that like, they just, they like fall through the ice and the hound starts like chucking rocks at them to shut, like to, like taunt them basically and then one time a rock lands on the ice and stays and mm. they're like oh we're ah. good
1: now we can come uh i see okay yeah no. so i can't gives, wait for next. gives them the green light a episode. little bit like that episode that is that uh, is next day yeah it is we get the suicide squad what was it yeah, Beyond the Wall. Just called Beyond the Wall. Yeah, yeah John,
0: Jorah, Tormund, Gendry, Sandor, Beric, and Thoros exit Eastwatch's gate and set out into the lands beyond the wall, the mm-hmm. land of always winter, uh, on a dangerous mission to capture the white to bring to Daenerys and Cersei. And thus, we conclude we are. this episode of yeah. Game of Thrones.
1: Another goodie. Uh, nothing to add Twelve. to the Arya, Arya kill list. Um, maybe... If anything, a good storyline. She killed this episode, maybe I don't know, uh, but that's not on her. Um, that's on that's on the writers. Uh, her the storyline there murdered. Um, um yeah. but yeah, nothing, nothing there. Obviously, no Hodors. Um, no, so. yeah, and I think that whenever we get to the rating here, I, I
0: enjoy the episode a great deal. Um, mm-hmm. probably the not the weakest besides episode one, but like. The other episodes have been really standout, I feel like. They've been particularly... Yeah, yeah that's what um, I was going to
1: say, is that the last three episodes I, I've really, really enjoyed, and they're all a 925 or greater. Um, I think this one's just kind of... I would even to
0: hesitate to give it a 9. Like, I Yeah, probably, it's like
1: it's... The, the first episode's a 1. um, Or a 1, an 8. Um, I was like, so, yeah, Jesus we get, Christ. We hated, we hated <laughs> episode 1. No, yeah, we gave it an 8. So there's a lot of room in between there. I think it's closer to... These episodes, you know, it's probably like eight seven five or an eight five. I'd say probably eight seven five is more where I'm leaning. Um, there are a few little tear ups, uh, like when John met Drogon, uh, I teared up there. Um, I don't know why that hit me so much here, but it did. I love seeing Daenerys uh, super horny for John. That was awesome. Uh, Lena Hetty just going off uh, in her own right. I think yeah, it was. It was just kind of all around. Fun, yeah, but not what it, it, quite it was. was strong just not as
0: great like the the stuff in the north really sucks the air out of it a little bit i think uh so eight seven five is about where i calmed down enjoyment wise like i definitely like it more than the first episode um mm-hmm. I like a lot like a lot of the stuff that happens in this episode is still really strong i just do think it has to be dinged a little bit for
1: mm-hmm.
0: for that um
1: yeah and critically be... yeah around i mean let's see Shot. I mean, like it did. It did look good. Last episode was a nine two five, um, probably around an eight seven five again. I think. Uh, Yeah, I think kind of. It has to go there again. It's it's Um, it's
0: it's really well performed, even when Sophie Turner and Macy Williams are given kind of shit material to work with, um, -hmm. and not in terms of dialogue, but just like in terms of circumstance. Like, they're they're delivering solidly written stuff, but it's not like it's. The story itself and it's not really their fault they do a good job with it it's just
1: mm-hmm. it's tough um, I think yeah that, that does feel right um, cause still I mean I, I think performed well is never really something I'm ever worried about in yeah. Thrones it's more of like if their performances stand out on throne standards um, kind of that, that w- makes it more of a standout episode mm-hmm. but everyone's doing their thing yeah uh, and I, how much does that kind of
0: hurt this episode the beginning of this Mm. weird veiled storyline um i think Mm. it does a little bit of something here you know it's not a i think it's definitely preventing it from rising to nine standards but i was already kind of not there even besides that so like maybe even an eight five maybe we do give it a little bit of a eight two five maybe a little lower what do we give Mm. episode one
1: maybe episode one was a six seven five
0: um yeah, I'm, not, I'm i'm de- it's definitely better than the first episode, but uh I think maybe even an eight maybe we get a little harsh here, maybe we go ahead and ding it a little bit
1: it'd come out to an eight two five average uh, if we were to give it an eight, which let's see put it in the ballpark, not quite season six premiere um not quite un bound, unbent, unbroken episode six of season five there's no exact eight two fives at least none that I'm seen now, but um lot of eight high eights, yeah, like yeah uh, see yeah i I don't know, I think this is is right though it it seems about right in eight two five um overall there, uh still it would be third of the season we have episode two then episode four and then it would be three and then this one so okay
0: yeah no you know, i think I, I,
1: that tracks it's a you
0: know second second worst of the season but the first one was just that much worse you know yeah. um yeah next episode i think i don't know it'll be another uh we'll be on the up I, and up next episode yeah, if i will be so. There's a little I'm like we're that. gonna run into that little bit of a convenience thing in terms of we gotta make stuff happen, so we're making stuff happen. This is the
1: penultimate episode.
0: Uh gosh crazy. Yeah, it is the penultimate
1: episode. Uh so it is. Yeah.
0: We got our we got our seventh penultimate episode. Uh wow. and I am so, so very excited for next week. But with that, we will conclude this episode of winter is blooming. If you would head to patreon.com slash penny bloom pod, where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including all sorts of book reviews, comic book reviews, movie reviews, and the like. Also just a bunch of random fucking conversations about anything. We feel like talking about, um, much less focused content than what we have over here. Sometimes, sometimes not. Sometimes we are extremely focused. You just never know. We'd give you anything (laughs) over there. Uh, and for $3 a month, you have access to that. um, for three dollars a month you can support this podcast financially which is huge because it costs me money and i don't make any off of it unless it's over there um if you're watching on youtube thank you look at you look at us look (laughs) at you uh we appreciate you go ahead and throw us a like subscribe if you enjoyed if you made it all the way to the end here i have a feeling you enjoyed the show a little bit uh and if
1: you didn't (laughs) do something better with your time uh Or you're asleep, and you, we are talking to your unconscious, you know, you, you fell asleep to this, and you're not Ooh, here to I wonder roll. how much we
0: could influence um, the unconscious mind right now.
1: You will wake up and subscribe to our channel. It'll be the first you thing you do when you subscribe. wake up. You um, will wake up and subscribe. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: you will all of a sudden enjoy Season 8 of Game of Thrones for no reason. Uh, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and you will you will be completely unable to explain to your friends why you like season eight of game of thrones but you will and you will you will enjoy
1: it um mm-hmm. and it'll but, compel uh, you to listen to a season eight rewatch podcast on game of thrones in go. which you are already you here Share
0: our show with those you know and those you love and those you hate uh you will share <laughs> us with everyone one and all uh but uh <laughs>
1: getting crazy now some yeah, Cer- Lord cersei Lord lannister Lord. curse prophecy you know which thrown on we're throwing on some people here like you'll have three children they will all die <laughs> um, and, and you know you won't know I'll when sure or hope or not. i sure yeah. hope not uh oh you bet bud uh but
0: uh yeah in all seriousness we would appreciate it if you subscribed if you liked and thank you mm-hmm. for being here it's 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 wonderful i love i love doing the video and i'm glad we have somebody to watch now It's super fun uh, go to TikTok if you want more video and edited video and rand like random bits and pieces of all of our podcasts. By now, when this episode's coming out, we got to have a bunch of them because uh, I I'm trying my best to post daily. Um, and we'll see if that's mm-hmm. still working out. Um, but uh yeah. yeah, we got we got a lot of look a lot of good stuff over there at Penny Bloom Podcast. Go ahead and throw us a follow, throw us a like, throw us a throw us a view, watch our shit. It's fun. Um, uh, bunch of good good stuff ranging from funny to just our our analysis of stuff to random calm conversations about tea you know it doesn't matter there's a bunch of shit over there um all sorts of stuff impressions of uh characters from the dark knight rises that's the one i published today um as of the date of recording um but yeah um Head to Twitter, follow at PennyBloomPod, follow on Letterboxd at PennyBloomPod, follow on Instagram at PennyBloomPodcast, and remember to leave a five-star rate and review and download wherever you might be listening. Uh, Keep on coming back. Like we said earlier, we got Season 7, Episode 6 next week, the penultimate Beyond the Wall, but this week we continue our comic book movie journey through film with a couple goodies, I'm super excited for this week. Uh X-Men Days of Future Past on Wednesday and Guardians of the Galaxy on Friday. So we're doubling up in a big way yeah. this week. I'm I'm excited. It's gonna be a fun one. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, so yeah, keep Monk. on coming back. Keep yeah. on coming back. Um we appreciate you greatly. Yeah, and then uh we'll we'll be taking a one week break from Thrones uh, after season seven. Where we will be doing our own little Penny Bloom Film Awards, celebrating the the year of 2023 in film, uh, doing mm-hmm. our own little precursor to the Oscars, which are the week after our awards. You know, yeah. we just want to give you the true authority first.
1: Yeah, we'll uh, go ahead and do the real show, and then you can watch um, the Oscars and see how they the play out. Fine, oh. um,
0: <laughs> the people's they, opinion—they know oh, what they're yeah. talking about sometimes, but often not. We know. Um, we know what we like. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not trying to appease anybody um, besides ourselves. Um, yeah, but no, we love we love movies. We love film. We love TV. We love talking all this stuff. So keep on coming back. And uh, we, we, we try our best to show as much love as possible. And uh, we appreciate you for joining us with that. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph drawers. Thank you very much, homie.
1: Oh, Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love and bloom. And nobody listened to me. All I ever did was live to a ripe old age.
1: And there we go. We are off the air.